0: still love it loud so do we rock and pod returns to Nashville on Saturday August 25th over 25 rock podcasts from all over North America recording on-site vinyl and memorabilia dealers selling the best in rock merchandise and awesome rock musicians and personalities participating in signing sessions and on-stage panel discussions throughout the day special guests include current and former members of corn kiss angel winger loudness except bang today School of Rock Nashville, and School of Rock Franklin, a DBG Productions event.
1: Welcome to Rock Strikes 10!
2: Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey... I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com, or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. All right, and uh, if you hear any background humming and whirring or whatever, it is Texas in July, three-digit temperatures, so sorry about the word, but damn it, you know, know, I, I could do the show in my underwear anyway, but... Man, it is friggin' hot out there. It's kind of the nature of this particular episode as well. So, let's get down to it. I'm going to start a new ongoing series that I will visit from time to time. And this one actually requires a lot of research. i got to do some digging and uh, you may be just uh, digging into my brain and also finding out actual stats and numbers and all that stuff. But we're going to kick off this new series called The Stiffs. That's the best uh, way I can put it right now. Greatest Stiffs. Not sure what it's going to be officially called. I'll have it by the time I drop this episode, though, so just me kind of waxing on air about a name that you already know about. Okay, so the idea of this is songs that were actually released as singles, or even better, had a single and a video to promote the particular album that this was off of, and whether the album did well or not, these singles. Never did. They didn't really make it through to any kind of, you know, generation gap or anything like that. You don't hear them on the radio to this day, you know, unless you're at a deep satellite hour or listening to a rock podcast like this one. So uh, this is actually like a theme on top of a theme. So we're going to do the first installment of the Stiffs here. And we're going to do it as kind of what I like to call an alternate universe beach party or alternate universe block party. Something that goes on during the summer. These songs definitely have a summer feel to them. So I believe in a perfect society, these will be songs you would hear at any party that takes place while the weather is very hot, especially. Or, you know, just at any good party in general. So yes, summer-themed tunes, since I didn't do a summer kickoff show, we're doing the greatest stiffs that should be at your summer party. Okay, kicking off here with a perennial favorite, the guy who, he doesn't start the party, he is the party, of course, my spirit animal, Diamond David Lee Roth, what better way to kick off a show like this than with A Little Ain't Enough. off the show this week the title track from david lee ross 1991 venture a little ain't enough that was a little ain't enough and there is a difference okay yeah and and it's a song man that's one of my favorite favorite songs ever definitely one of my favorite dave songs and should be huge should be everywhere on the radio to this day right along with jump and panama and things like that that's just my opinion but man you cannot deny that course that is pure musical flight right there and i love it Upon its initial release, it did okay on the radio. MTV banned the video, so it never had a shot in the dark at all and getting over with that audience, so it's a shame. That's a fun video, too. Yeah, it's Typical Dave, and it said, uh, you know, if you look up stats on it, it says it was banned by MTV. I mean, like, they just really didn't play it. There's nothing to ban in there. You know, it's got the same stuff that they were pushing off of Dave's videos in the 80s, so I don't see what there is to ban. There is a porn star in it, but who would know that unless you knew? Anyway. Yeah, and uh great stiff single right there. There's a lot of uh, great stiff singles by Dave. I mean, like, Dave is a solo artist. His biggest hits, you know, California Girls, Just a Gigolo, Yankee Rose, Just Like Paradise. And that's about it. Going Crazy did okay, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's sad. You should have, like, double or triple the amount of hit singles right there. But that's my opinion. I'm an Unabashed Dave fan. There's a, that Little in Enough album is really cool. I think it's an underrated gem there. Uh, you got the best of both worlds, uh, pardon the pun, uh, on guitar. The great Jason Becker and Steve Hunter dueling on guitars for whatever purpose is needed. Of course, you got the Bissonnette Brothers in the rhythm section there, and Brett Tuggles back from the Skyscraper Tour, as well as the Bissonnette Brothers. But it's just a cool freaking record, man. That song was co-written by Dave and Robbie Neville. If you know Robbie Neville, is one of our great two or three hit wonders in the United States. He had a big hit called Say La Vie diamonds was another song of his and what's it to you yeah i'm a child of the 80s all right no notes no notes all right the next song we're going to do for our alternate universe beach slash block party is a favorite of mine from 1986 and it's a shame quiet riot never really had a hit single besides mental health that wasn't a slade cover and uh, when quiet riot three or qr three came out in 1986 it didn't do all that great tour didn't do all that great and subsequently Kevin DeBro was fired after the last date on the tour I believe but uh so trouble brewing for Quiet Riot in 86 but there is a handful of really good catchy songs on QR3 so you really should track it down and check it out song like Main Attraction, Twilight Hotel, really good pop metal and the kickoff single for QR3 I was all about this when it came out and I still love the song so I'm putting it on the list here of our greatest stiffs This is Quiet Riot with The Wild and the Young.
1: The case
2: there you go wild and the young from qr3 quiet riot 1986 does not have the classic mental health lineup on it uh it's three out of four rudy starzo had left the band and he was replaced by i think his name is sean mcnab that sounds right blonde guy all right sean mcnab i'm gonna go with that hopefully i'm right send your emails prove you're listening if i'm wrong about that uh, but, you know, as I'm doing this alternate universe beach slash block party, no beach or block party is worth its weight in anything if you're not throwing down something by the Beach Boys. That's not a matter of opinion or taste. It's a scientific fact. And as the late great Bill Hicks would say, I could prove this on an Etch-a-Sketch or home computer. But you gotta have the Beach Boys on your party. And, uh, you know, for a band that has a ton of hits... And rightfully so they're an american institution an american icon american classic admit it you kind of like them even if you pretend to not but uh, there's a lot of good failed singles in their canon as well this one comes from their uh quote-unquote comeback album from the mid-70s when they started playing stadiums again and their old hits started selling, which is weird because they did it like on like a 10 to 15 year comeback from the original release of their stuff. Usually it takes about 20, 25 years for a nostalgia comeback, but Beach Boys are so good they came in early. Beach Boys nostalgia riding hot and heavy in the mid-70s. Just go check out the statistics on that. Like I said, playing stadiums with notable acts of that time, not the 60s, but the 70s, and alongside very comfortably Hit Hit Hit, they're in their entire set and uh, this one should have been a big hit this one sounds like any classic beach boy song you could think of maybe the reason it didn't do so well is because it was a little too nostalgic sounding i don't know but this is one of my all-time favorite beach boy singles from 15 big ones it's okay <laughs> Uh, co-lead vocals there Mike Love and Dennis Wilson throwing down there love me some Dennis Wilson hate me some Mike Love Mike Love rock's biggest douchebag of all time but that does not take away from my enjoyment of some Beach Boys musically at least So there you go. That song was called It's Okay from the album Fifteen Big Ones, and it was released as a single, I think twice, actually. And so they knew it was good, but, you know, no one else picked up on it, radio or the public, but I I think that radio and the public were wrong about that song, It's Okay. And uh, here's a really good deep fun fact for you, and I know this with no notes, is that I found out recently, probably a few months ago when I was playing this on vinyl again, is that the great Roy Wood not only of roy wood and wizard but the move and early elo plays a lot of the saxophone parts on 15 big ones by the beach boys including that song you just heard right there yeah saxophones but yeah there you go the great roy wood kicking in there for the beach boys i love that And uh, here's another song that I I really love. from a record, I I really, really, really dig a lot. It came from 1999, the first year I started working at the old CD Warehouse, along with my buddy Logan, who will be back on the show. uh, Conspicuous by his absence, but just bad scheduling on both of our parts. Mostly mine. Logan will be back on the show soon. This is an album we used to play quite a bit, and I used to call this one of the best albums that Prince never recorded. And hey, kids, you remember? And maybe you don't share his opinion with me, but... uh, whether it's uh, all the way or totally not all the way. But do you remember when Beck used to make records that you actually wanted to listen to? Or at least were mildly intrigued by? Yeah, it's been a while. But this was one of his last great albums. At least top to bottom. For Midnight Vultures, this is a party track and a half. The song is called Mixed Business. from Beck's Greatest Party album right there. That album is funky as hell. Midnight Vultures. Go pick that up if you like that track. That's what the whole album sounds like, basically, except for the ballad at the end. But yeah, Mixed Business, released as a single, and tanked. I I, I seem to recall him even playing that on sirenite Night Live, and it still didn't do anything. The only song that did well off that album was Sex Laws, and now in retrospect, due to its use, in Baby Driver, the song Deborah but great album go check it out especially if you are you know if you used to like Beck or maybe you've heard some of his stuff off Odelay and was like oh that that's pretty cool actually there's some great stuff on Odelay of course Nova came being my favorite but anyway moving on here I get back into the hard rock slash heavier rock with a, a band that was a true hodgepodge, one of my favorite side bands of all time, and this is off their sophomore album. that doesn't get a lot of love, but there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, you know, yes, the first and the third albums are better, but there's, a, there's something to be had about Infectious Grooves' sophomore albums, Arcipius' arc try saying that in one take i just did actually but uh yeah this song right here to me says pool party beach party block party whatever not only that i'm putting it really up front there early on in the party because how could you not especially the title says it all but it's just a fun track here and any excuse to hear mike Muir and the guys throw down so here you go infectious grooves and these freaks are here to party right there you go some infectious grooves these freaks are here to party from starsipius's arc there's like i said a handful of fun songs on there with that three-headed mind pollution spreck and then they do some covers of uh what was it they did covers of immigrant song by zeppelin and fame by bowie those are also super fun so go check out that record if you haven't already and uh, here's here's a fun record this definitely screams summer for me the summer of 91 specifically uh this album contraband it was a one-off uh, supergroup, which uh you know even though it was all contained within the hard rock genre it didn't seem to work on paper but you know it's a fun record. It's got a handful of covers on it as well. So you know I, I like throwing down the contraband album every now and then. Speaking of Bowie covers, they do a cover of "Hang On to Yourself" on there. I remember that and uh, the leadoff single they used to promote this album, which uh, I, I think just is should have been huge all over radio and still kind of maybe at least thrown down. They don't even play this on Hair Nation on Sirius XM, but the song is just it just yeah. I see red Camaros and coolers full of beer and women in bikinis when I hear this song. And there's not really anything wrong with that on the surface. So without further ado, this is Loud Guitars, Fast Cars, and Wild Wild living. There you go, Contraband, Wild Guitars, Fast Cars, and Wild Wild living from 1991, which was a great year for commercial hard rock, heavy metal, and the like. Just anything with loud guitars. It was a great year for it. You even had the, the early grunge movement kicking in. It was just, it was a great time for rock. It really was. Don't believe the hype. The 90s were still pretty damn kind to rock and roll music. And uh, I, I, I failed to mention this before the show, but Contraband. That was Richard Black from Shark Island on vocals. Uh, Michael Shanker on lead guitar michael schenker of course from ufo msg what have you early scorpions uh share peterson from vixen on bass uh the infamous bobby blotzer of rat on drums and the great great tracy guns on other lead guitar so yeah a little fun act there for you contraband from the album contraband all right and uh, moving ahead here, this came out in 1994. I remember buying the cassette of this. Uh, actually, the cassette comic add-on, yes, which I uh, would later get the CD version, and now I've, I bought it in reverse. I got the the cassette, the CD, and now I bought the vinyl sometime this year, earlier in the year. Finally got that. Very happy. One of one of my favorite underrated albums in the 90s is an album called The Last Temptation by Alice Cooper. Of course, Alice is my pretty much my favorite artist ever and no stranger to the show here on Rock Strikes 10, playing a couple of perennial favorites here with David Lee Roth and now some Alice. But, you know, I, I don't play a whole lot of Alice singles on the show. I play a lot of the deep tracks because, you know, I feel like most people haven't heard any of those songs. But this song actually was released to radio, there was a video made for it, and it's considered kind of a classic now for Alice fans, and he even still plays it in the show from time to time. But, you know, this thing, it was a little derivative of fight for your right to party, which makes me think, oh, this thing can't lose. And Alice, I think, transcends generations so much so that radio and MTV should have embraced this, for sure. Well, the video is pretty terrible. But as a song, this thing should be huge, and still to this day, it's just the right amount of anthemic and cynical, the way we like it with Alice. So here's probably Alice's greatest stiff single of all time. This is Lost in America. Turn it up.
3: to know where you are.
2: bit of a uh, little bit of star spangled banner there at the end i am recording this episode on the 4th of july so that one uh, right there right there on the heart great stuff and super funny man this is, that's some of the funniest lyrics alice has ever written and i, I love him a house with cable ah, it takes it from like an eight to a nine all right and i'm trying to remember who was playing on that track i know i think it was steph burns uh Maybe Pete Friesen from the Almighty. I don't know if he was still in the band by then. David Usikinen. And I i remember that name because I love that name. He played drums for the Hooters. How about that? I think he still does, actually. My friend Joanna would know that. But she never listens to the show. So she's not going to write in to correct me at all or fact check me on that. I'm calling out people that I've known for a 100 years that don't listen to my show. And uh, I don't even bother them about it that much. But, you know, I never hear from them. Anyway, but I appreciate you... The Few and The Loyal that are listening here to Rock Strikes 10, gathering up a playlist for your alternate universe block slash beach party. And here's another one from another perennial favorite of the show. We're going to play something by ACDC. I, uh, you know, I still have a hard time believing that this song just wasn't huge upon release. It was the second single released off of Black Ice, and I think it was their catchiest single since Money Talks. And Money Talks is huge that was one of the biggest acdc songs ever it was played on mtv every hour on the hour and a song that had a similar feel to it that i think just great production really catchy song just has a nice bright shiny feel to it great production by brendan o'brien by the way you can even hear the brendan o'brien signature timpani sound if you really are listening hard on the headphones you can hear the timpani accents that he liked to use on a lot of his stuff, all the way from Springsteen to Stone Temple Pilots. But and he also used it when he produced ac Black Ice. So there you go, it's a fun music nerd moment there for you that you can only get really here on Rock Strikes Ten, because who pays attention to that shit besides me? Yes. But without further ado, one of my favorite AC/DC songs ever. On principle, this is Anything Goes. Classic, classic ac In my opinion, should be on the radio right now as I speak, but it's not. But that was "Anything Goes" by ACDC dc from Black Ice. Was that 2008 or nine? Something like that. But it's about 10 years old. Fun record. And but that song, like separated from the album and as just a song, that thing's awesome. That's that's what I think anyway. And here's another one. This thing, and I, I'm gonna go with the whole thing that you know mainstream rock radio top 40 radio mtv what have you uh i'm just gonna go with the fact that the reason that this song didn't do well is strictly just an ageism thing you know just uh, uh programmers are just prejudiced against uh, heritage acts but man it, this song in the hands of a Katy perry somebody similar to that i'd vote Katy perry to do this song if it had to be done by a modern pop artist but this would be a number one song in any other world uh, a song that Billy Idol put out a few years ago off his King and Queens of the Underground album. This was the leadoff single for it, and this is still uh, myself and my wife's, like, one of my our favorite songs of the last 10 years, easily. So here you go, Billy Idol with Can't Break Me Down. Check this one out. billy can definitely bring the summer fun when he wants to and i think that track is just one another notch in his belt of like great songs that were just great summer singles but there you go can't bring me down by billy idol from kings and queens of the underground go check that one out that's just a great song not much else to say about it and one more here uh with with little exception we've been playing some heavy hitters here during the episode and A band that deserves to be bigger than they are right now. Uh, Just uh, a mismanaged band, sadly, but uh, I love them. It's one of the great bright hopes of rock and roll over the last decade, of course, is George's Biters. Biters of greatness, and you know that that album, uh, Electric Blood, still one of the best albums. I've been saying this statement a lot, but... This is absolutely true. One of the best albums in the last 10 years is Electric Blood by The Biters. If you don't have that record, you just have to get it. It's law. If you love rock and roll, prove it by buying that album, because it's just great top to bottom. Further proof of that, the kickoff single, I think, is a party anthem and a half. And even the video, great video. I've been talking about videos the whole episode, but this is a super fun video, which literally takes place during a house party and it suits it perfectly because that's everything that this song is so closing off this episode of our greatest stiffs summer beach block party edition this is biters with restless hearts
1: i'm headed out the door i told you lit-
2: this episode of uh, greatest stiffs beach block party edition the great summer stiffs that was restless hearts by the biters atlanta's finest right there go no, get that album electric blood once again it's it's phenomenal it's greatness i need to finally plug down the vinyl version of that i only have it on cd but uh yeah i've uh i've slacked there but i need to do it. i've got the latest two releases on vinyl but uh yeah anyway all right while i add that to my card i want to thank you for tuning into this episode here uh let's get the plugs going on here as we play at the top of the show the promo nashville Rock and pod 2 is happening august 25th in nashville tennessee Rock strikes ten will be there. Cnjradio.com will be heavily represented right there at the National Rock and Pod Expo. Two, two, alongside. The Synaptic Empire podcast featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative. Uh, hopefully, Chris will be able to make it. I'm leaning on him right now to attend, so we can represent Last Theater on the left as well as the Wrestling House, show the flagship of cnjradio.com. So, uh, all episodes of those things on cnjradio.com, including every episode of Rock Strikes Ten, even the ones that aren't on iTunes and uh yeah so cnjradio.com your one-stop shop for all things rock culture last but not least extra special thanks to pete and the guys from Space Beard for the awesome outro we played on every episode go to facebook.com band for more information tell them the rock strikes 10 sent you or just say hi to pete LaRusse online he's great people all right we'll see everybody on the next episode have fun